Back to it. It's Andrew Hanley on ESPN 1000. Here till 1030, Jeff Mellers. Got the pregame for the pitch at 11-10. First pitch, Sox-Tigers. Game three of that series up in Detroit. It's a game we have to grab. We have to win this series. Should and should have swept them, obviously, Brian. Um, but you know what? You can only play the game that's ahead of you. We've got Vince Velasquez pitching today. Uh, it looks like a bullpen day, right? Because we don't know about Johnny Cueto. He was under the weather yesterday, and we thought maybe we would see him today. But apparently, that is not going to be the case. Um we have T.A. maybe coming back this week, and we talked about this on White Sox Weekly. What to do with Elvis Andrews? Elvis has to be in the lineup, and there are there's probably some potential for him to play a position that we don't even know about. But again, as we talked yesterday, I think it was Jesse that brought it up, or maybe it was Connor. Elvis has not played second since, like, double A ball. Yeah, and, um, you know, Jesse was wondering if he's even taking ground balls at second That's in right. preparation for when T.A. comes back. And, and it's probably – I know T.A. took some swings Friday uh, in the case. He said he felt pretty good, yeah. Yeah, but I don't – I mean, I it, you know, is he a week and a half, two weeks away? I mean, I don't know how many games are going to be left in the season, and hopefully they'll be meaningful games. But the odds are saying that's not going to be the case. But, you know, you can't just tell Elvis Andrews to, to go take a seat in the dugout. And no. Romy Gonzalez no. has been – you know, doing just fine. Thanks to helping out yep. here. Yep. So, I mean, I, I, it's not, I mean, I know Tim Anderson, the good Tim Anderson, which we saw at times this season. Then we saw the offensively quiet Tim Anderson for stretches as well. Um, it's, it, it's, a, it's a dicey situation, right? But uh, a lot of people think Tim's just going to come back and take short stops. So then I assume Elvis Andrews goes in second and I guess Romy would be the odd man out. That's probably how it goes. Yeah, three one two three three two three seven seven six. Now all of a sudden we have a glut of uh, infielders, like we do at uh, first base and DH. And and look, we picked up Elvis because of the TA injury, and we certainly had hopes that he would help us. But boy, has he been a leader, both on the field and I mean, you see him smiling all the time in the clubhouse. I feel like he's helping to keep the boys loose. Miguel Cairo certainly a different influence at the top two. Update on Tony LaRusso, which is not much of an update. He did not make the trip to Detroit, and we haven't heard anything. When Rick Hahn was talking about uh, Michael Kopech yesterday going on the 15-day DL, which, by the way, didn't sound too serious, said that they did an MRI and it didn't look too serious, just, you know, he's had some wear and tear and they're going to sit him down for 15 days. Somebody had asked him about Tony, and he said he had no update at all. So it's still a bit of radio silence as to what what is going to happen. But I would imagine, especially at this juncture, we're not going to see Tony behind the bench. It's a health issue. He has a heart issue. Why would he want to come back? I know he wants to. It just wouldn't make a lot of good sense for his health. Well, you could argue that it didn't make good sense to hire him, but they did. Well, well yeah. And, and, you know, you talked about yesterday, Ken Rosenthal's open letter to Tony, basically, you know, time to, to go back into retirement. If he doesn't come back this year, is he going to show up in spring training? I mean, this is, is, I, I can't think Tony wants to go out this way. Now, you know, you can't control your health, but assume, you know, reports are he had a pacemaker inserted and people can live. And adjusted, I believe. I think in the spring he had it inserted, okay. yeah. and I think this was an adjustment. 
Yeah. So, I mean, I, I just I can't believe Tony wants to have the, his second act end with a whimper like this. So, I, I mean, I don't expect him back. Look, if the White Sox are, are out of it, out of it, he might come back for that final week just as a farewell, right, to get mm-hmm. uniform one more time. Right. Um, but then the bigger question, bigger picture question is, it, do he and Jerry try to, to make 2023 the, the year that 2022 was supposed to be under Tony's watch? And I don't think many Sox fans want to sign on to that. And, you know, it's quite interesting. Jesse said uh, he, he thought the Ken Rosenthal letter might have been written by the front office. He was being facetious, but not really. He, you know, he gets a sense that Rick Hahn certainly isn't in, in any hurry to get Tony back in the dugout. And why would you? Right. Well, we were talking earlier this season about, you know, Tony's future and, and, and with the club. And we said that there's no way that Jerry would fire him. Uh, probably no way if he were still healthy. We never even considered a health issue because why would you? But we thought, okay, maybe there would be a, hey, you know, I'd go up into the uh, – you know, the uh, front office and, and we'll put somebody special else on assistant to the yeah, owner special assistant, something, yeah. something like that. And, and we thought it would have to be Tony to say, Hey, you know what? I'm going to make this decision because we don't think that Jerry Reinsdorf would do that based on hiring him and, and, and the way this all went down. But again, we didn't consider health issues and boy, I'll tell you, if there's anything that will tell you that something isn't a good idea is when you have a health issue that really prevents you from being what you feel you could be in a given vocation. And this, to be a manager, to be his a, I mean, just think about this, right? You have a heart problem. You're in your upper 70s. You're traveling. You're doing all of this. This is not a, you know, you see him on the field for three hours a, a day, but this is a, this is a 20 hour a day job. You know, there's, it's just too much. So I would imagine that the health issue is going to bring to close Tony LaRusso's managing career. You would think, uh, I mean, I, I, again, Tony's, I don't know, ego, I, I guess. I know he doesn't want to say. finish this way, but I think the health he doesn't is, want to finish this way. right, right. But that is the great equalizer, I believe. Yeah, well, I mean, right now, it, it doesn't. I mean, the fact is, I don't think he'll be back here this season unless they, they're just going playing out the final week and then you put him in uniform and give him a proper goodbye. If, yep. if he basically decided that he's not coming back next year, maybe make that announcement. Unfortunately, again, we talk about the situation the White Sox have put themselves in. And even with the nice win, extra inning win last night and executing in, in the 11th and getting it done, the fact that Cleveland won two to year one, and yesterday was a 17% probability to be a playoff team. You actually went down to 12.6%. That's how much each day means yep. with these. I mean, you, you've got, you've played 146 games. The Chicago White Sox have the Cleveland guardians have played 145. So they, they still have a game in hand. You may have to be near perfect from here on out to, and to, to get this thing done in the final 16 games. And it's not winning nine or 10, it's winning 12 or 13, including three against Cleveland to, to even have any kind of pulse, you know, at the end of the, in the final week, that's, that's how big a hole that, that's been dug here. So, uh, you know, it, it's almost delusional to think the White Sox can get this done, but they'd have to be uh, no pun in there, you know, given 
the issues here. I mean, the don't don't stop now, boys, or don't stop believing. That's all you have really here. That's it. You have to have faith that they can get it done because the numbers say they can't get it done. It's it's almost improbable. Well, after this upcoming season with the Guardians, we're going to know a lot more. And and all year it's been, can they? Oh, they're not going to. Oh, wait, maybe they will. I mean, it's been this roller coaster, and it's been a comedy of errors, both. Uh, with their defensive play, their lack of offense, the roster construction, this issue with Tony, which obviously health issue, you know, you can't predict, you can't control. But it's been quite the season of drama for many different reasons. And they put themselves here with and, – and, and going back to the coach and Tony Larusa, Miguel Cairo – running the team now may have injected, may have had a meeting. You know, we heard, and I'm sure you saw this where it was basically a meeting to where he told players, if you don't want a blanking, be here, get out of here, you know, kind of a come to Jesus meeting with the players, which might have sparked something, but in the end, it is the players that play the game and it is the players that are inconsistent offensively. There are a lot of problems with this team, and it didn't turn out the way we thought it would. With all the drama surrounding, they put themselves here, and it will be exciting series, hopefully in a good way for Sox fans. Uh, I know that I'm going to be in attendance on Tuesday, and I would say to any Sox fans that are kind of on the fence, come on out for this series and support them against the uh, Guardians, and let's see where we go. But, yeah, it is a it is a real tough hill to climb. And you're right, that percentage point down to 11, uh, percentage for uh, playoff, you said? 12.6. We'll 12.6, okay, it might as well yeah. be 11. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you know, we'll see. If we win today, um, you know, I'm not sure how much that will increase our odds. I know the uh, the Guardians are playing today. Are they playing the Twins today, or that series is over? Yep. Okay. No, no, they play. Yeah. yeah, well, boy, the Twins don't want to see those guys again today. Uh, but, you, you know, uh, they're putting the Twins in the rearview mirror, and they'll have a chance to put the Sox in the rearview mirror Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday with that home series at Guaranteed Rate Field. Uh, I mean, we didn't want this kind of nail-biting excitement, but we're getting it. And hey. uh, it, it's, it's going to be tough, but, it, you know, hopefully uh, we dominated them the other day, and I know they threw us a gift in Gaddis. But hopefully we can find a way to get something done. But it starts today against Detroit winning that game. Hey, Mark, speaking of heart issues, uh, before we get out of here, I want to go over the new menu items up at Lambeau. Uh, wait till you see and, and wait till you, till you hear what, what they have, uh, new offerings for the people who want to stuff their face up there with the, the styrofoam wedges on their head. Um, yeah. You can imagine. Cheese, cheese, and more cheese. Um, but wait, wait till you hear what's going on up there. If you're heading up there today, yeah, they've got to have a. They must sell a lot of lactate up there. Oh, good lord! I mean, wait, oh, <laughs> Can you imagine the market wait. for lactate or any uh, lactose intolerant medication. <laughs> well, actually, the the lead uh, the lead paragraph of the uh, journal Sentinel Online story. The new Lambeau Field food lineup isn't for the lactose intolerant. There, there go. we go. Ten of, See, the, there we go. Ten of yeah. 13 new foods include cheese. We'll go over it uh, before uh, we get out of here. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. Why don't we hit break and come back and uh, wrap things up and get you into Sox pregame with Jeff Miller here on ESPN 1000. We'll be right back. Number one goal we'll have is to beat Green Bay. Bears Packers tonight, 7-10 in Lambeau. 
place to go if you want to see a uh, a pretty nice stadium. Although it's enemy territory, it's hard to hang up there. I went there during summer. It felt a lot less intimidating. But we've got a poll at ESPN 1000. If the Bears upset the Packers, that's if. Which unit will have to lead the way in that upset? Offense or defense? Charlie Bevins, our producer today, is going to look at the results for us. What's that look like? The people say offense, expecting a big night from Justin Fields, I guess. Really? Okay, okay. okay. Look, I, you know, being realistic, obviously I want an upset. But if we just keep it close and it's not a dominating performance by Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, I will look at that as a slight victory just as long as we're moving in the right direction. But if we do upset them, I think it'll be defense that leads the way in that upset. Hey, Mark, if you were heading up to Lambeau, would you get the uh, new uh, pizza that's uh, topped with bratwurst and sauerkraut? Absolutely not. No. Hard pass on that one. How about Hard a uh, How about a, a, a barbecue chipper, which has house-made chips topped with barbecue beef, Sargento cheddar, sour cream, and relish? Uh, yeah. You know, hold the relish. Why would you put barbecue beef on a broth? They, they do that with cheese sauce. Everything has cheese sauce and, and more relish. Well, of course. It's what it glues the whole state of Wisconsin together. <laughs> well, give me the broth and, I'm, you know, just give me the broth and some onions and mustard. I'm good to go. I don't need. Well, you know how people are. They've, everything has to be new and improved constantly. And sometimes there's a reason why you shouldn't mess with anything. They have something called cheesy pow pow powder. I don't even know what that is. What? what? Cheesy pow pow powder. Say that while you had a few beers. Okay, what is what is that? You're not, now you're sounding like Harry Carey. What is that? Now I'm ready. Boy, oh boy. I mean, they just, everything's cheese. Yeah. Cheese sauce, cheese pow pow powder. There's cheese crumbles on your on your poppers. So wait, wait, wait. Okay, so cheese pow pow powder is actually cheese powder? No, thank I you. Have never, that sounds very, no, no. How about a, it's a, a Johnsonville sausage topped with Johnsonville sausage jam, in case you didn't get enough sausage, warm cheese curds served on a pretzel bun. Oof. Uh, yeah, all of that. All of that. All right, so we've got Jeff Meller in the pregame. Up next, Sox Tigers, 11-10 first pitch from Co-America up in Detroit. Brian, pleasure to hang with you. Go Sox. Let's take one in Detroit. We need it. And go Bears tonight against the Packers at 710. Thanks for listening. This is ESPN 1000.